0: Long time no talk. Just kidding. I talked to you last week, but kind of seems like a long time. Anyways, I wanted to talk to you guys and see if I'm the only person that has acquired this hobby, I guess you could call it. I'm going to call it a hobby because it makes me feel better um, about myself. But, anyways, um, if you have a TikTok, this is going to be the most relevant to you. And I talk about TikTok a lot on this podcast because it's very time consuming in my life. Um, But basically, my new hobby is watching those people who restock their kitchen or fridges or laundry rooms, whatever it is, on TikTok. It's like my favorite ASMR. I'm just so obsessed with it. It gives me so many ideas for my apartment. Like, I just love the clicking sounds and if you know, you know, you just have to watch them, but... I mean, quite literally, I have spent hours watching those videos, but I can't even be it's, I'm totally shameless about it because it's so entertaining to me, and I'm such an organized, like, anal, precise person that it totally appeals to my identity and personality. So I, I can really relate to those people who are like me in that aspect. So definitely would recommend if you're anything like me because I'm just absolutely obsessed. But now we'll actually get on to the topic of today's podcast because that is what you came for. That is what you want to hear. That is what you want to see. So let's get into it. Okay, so as we all know, I did promise a guest in last week's episode, and that was supposed to happen. Like, truly, that was supposed to happen, and it still is going to happen. It's just going to have to be delayed because I wasn't expecting my work week to be this full. It was actually supposed to be pretty chill, and then, of course, every time I expect that to happen, it just gets twisted up on me, and that also came with a resulting headache. So I just really couldn't get into it, but don't worry. They will be coming on next next week. No fear. You have something to look forward to. But that's okay. I'm still going to give you an episode with a topic that I think mostly women are going to relate to, but if you're a male, I think this is also important to talk about because this could be a problem in that you currently have or that you will have in your future. So just listen. Maybe you'll take something away from this, but... This episode is about mother-in-laws, specifically mother-in-laws, not father's-in-laws or other in-laws. It's just about the moms. And I actually sometimes call it monster-in-laws because that's truly what it feels like and that's partly where my experience has come from. Not that I've ever been married or engaged, so I don't know if I actually have experience in that field. Regardless, we're going to talk about it because I think it's very relevant and I feel like it's just not a lot of people talk about it as much as they should and it and it is a huge problem that a lot of women have to deal with and their spouses if they also have to deal with that so I don't know I have found that the most problematic I'll just begin to say this that the most problematic mother-in-laws are typically the ones who only have male children like they don't have girls and they just have males or they just have an only child that's a male like it gets so intense with them i'm not sure what it is i'll never know what it is but i've found that to be the case like with friends with people i've seen with my own experiences it's always the moms with just boys that are usually the craziest and usually the worst and that's where the term monster-in-law really comes into play okay we've all heard of them we have probably all experienced them ourselves and the relationship often suffers, often suffers because of it, because, I don't know, it's a little, like, there's a literal scientific term to describe a fear of a mother-in-law, and I think it's called, what is it, I have to look at my phone, pentapentophobia, or some bullshit like that, and I can understand why that's an actual fear, because it's that horrible, because when you're in a relationship, you have no choice but to become a a part of that person's family and engage with their parents and usually the dads are chill you know their dads whatever moms for some reason it just it's difficult and by that I mean there's just a known difficult dynamic between a mother and a daughter-in-law and it's again it's just widely known stereotype that being the mothers are typically like essential or they're essentially controlling overbearing really difficult to get along with in the sense that they're very judgmental and passive aggressive or just passive and this is all despite having like multiple things in common with them like it doesn't matter how many things you have in common with this woman she's just gonna hate you and treat you (laughs) very poorly and you also have the ultimate thing in common being that the son is, you know, either the person you're in a relationship with, dating, or you're married to them. So you would think that that alone would bond you, that there's this mutual love for the son that's involved. But that doesn't seem to be the case for a lot of situations, and I just wanted to talk about it and see what you guys think as well, because I have a lot of thoughts on this, obviously. So I've found that monster in laws, specifically monster in laws, so not the good mother in laws, just the monster in laws, um, usually they come in the form of like disapproval. And this usually is from like looks and snide comments given to you, really anything they can do to make your life or your relationship difficult. And the worst I can think of off the top of my head like, the type of monster-in-law, is what I call the meddler. And these are the moms who are just really heavily involved in your boyfriend's life. Everything from his work schedule to his bank account just completely takes over every singular aspect in their life, and they're very, very possessive. Like, they just know everything, and they're involved with everything, and they can't let go of the bird out of the nest like they just can't doesn't matter how old your husband or boyfriend is like they they just can't let go the umbilical cord is still attached so that's probably the worst I can think of and then of course you have the babier and I'm sure this is a very this is probably one of the most common for sure and basically nothing gets in the way of her bond with her I can just like feel the puke coming up in my mouth when i'm saying this like her baby boy her special son like that is abhorrent (laughs) like it's almost to the point where they're almost in love with their son and i actually did have an experience with this i was i dated this guy it was a boyfriend i had and his mom would get very like jealous of the things that he would do for me, like, he used to make me these really thoughtful, like, gifts, like, Christmas or birthday gifts, whatever it may be, very, very thoughtful, tons of detail by hand, like, super impressive work, like, and it's no surprise, um, because he's an, he's an engineer, so he, you know, loves to do that shit, but anyways, he put a lot of thought into it, And I remember his mom one year was like, why don't you make me, like, that type of stuff? And it just did not sit well with me. Like, it really made my stomach turn because I was like, that is so fucking weird. Like, so weird. And, you know, she just constantly had the mindset of that is just her and her sons against the world and no one else could be involved in that and if you were you're really just like a sidebar which is not the truth like not the reality whatsoever so definitely run if you ever encounter one of these because they are always going to be a problem in your life everyone and their mothers literally i'm not even kidding when i was dating this guy everyone and their mothers like i just said told me to run and I didn't like one time I was literally pulled aside and stopped in a grocery store by another like mom of a guy I went to high school with and she was like you oh are you still dating that one guy and I was like oh yeah like long time running and she was like his mom is fucking crazy like you have to get out of it like you deserve so much better than what you're gonna have to deal with in the future and I was like you know I know his mom's crazy but is it really that bad but I didn't run, and I totally should have, but whatever. Overall, like, the babyers just have total lack of boundaries, and it's just, again, them and their baby boys at the end of the day, and it's interesting how that dynamic works. And then you just, I don't know, I've noticed that a lot of monster-in-laws just never think they're wrong, and even if they do, they'll never admit it to you or to anyone, and for that, you'll probably never get in them. A- get an apology because that would cause the ultimate collapse of civilization in life as we know it um like again even with this with the same boyfriend that i had had um she would say like some fairly awful things to me or around me or about me that i would hear about and you know my boyfriend would just say oh that's just like how she is and you know throw like water off his back he's just so used to it and whatever and he didn't say anything in the moment to defend me at those times because he was like what's the point of getting involved with my mother like he even knew that she would never like it's basically fruitless but at the end of the day that caused our relationship to suffer too because I was like you know you're a fucking pussy like stand up for me because you know I would try and it would get me nowhere and I was like at least you can make some type of headway and that never happened so there's that. But, anyways, that was really annoying. And basically, I don't know. I find these women to be very incapable of letting things go. For example, same boyfriend, you're going to hear a lot of these stories because this is where most of my experience arrives from. um I was supposed to go on like a, I think it's called the Boulder Boulder. So it's like this 10k walk, run, whatever you may call it, in Boulder. And it's f- on Memorial Day and it's supposed to be really fun and it is I have gone before but the first year that I was supposed to go with my boyfriend at the time um we I can't he we got into like a huge fight the night before and it was actually on the night of my graduation party that he decided to get really frustrated with me over something very Stupid, whatever, and so of course, I was like, Honestly, I can't go to this run like tomorrow. I really can't be around you right now. Like, I need space, I need time to think about this, and I just don't want to go. And he obviously told his mom that, and his mom, for some reason, just never let that go. Like, this was like years past, and she was like, I'll never forget that. <laughs> and I thought that was just so strange. I was like, and it's weird too because it's like actually your son was the one that like started all this but yeah all the blame is being put on me like that's interesting how that works very cool very fun um but basically they'll just hold anything against you probably till your death till you're in a coffin till the relationship's over doesn't matter um they're just very incapable of letting things go grudge holders till the end of time so And then you have some mother-in-laws who just may be, like, straight-up disrespectful. Like, they look at you and you can just see the disgust on their face. Or they make really derogatory comments about, like, you and what you wear. Or, like, how filthy your apartment is. Just really awful things. Like, my best friend, um... I'm not going to give too many details, but basically she had a deal with a monster-in-law who would, I mean, I'm not even joking, make comments about, like, her weight, and she's, like, this cute, like, skinny little gorgeous person, and the mom would be like, oh, like, you should really get bigger shorts, or do you really feel comfortable in that? Like, just things that dig deep at you, like, they're not completely outre- outrightly horrible but you know that that's what's going to trigger or hurt you and i just think that's so fucked up and i'm sure there's plenty of those out there but basically they're just never going to accept you and then it's just going to be this non-stop nightmare and it's going to be really horrible for you in the long run um and it's quite hilarious most especially like these women because they're very quick to like accuse you of certain things especially of disrespect even though they can't look in the mirror and realize that everything they do or say to you is extremely disrespectful but you have to hold your tongue and refrain because you don't want to upset your boyfriend and you don't want to get in the way of your relationship and you just deal with it and that is just horrible because you feel like you have to put up with it. And honestly, you shouldn't have to, and we'll talk about that. But I also think (coughs) monster-in-laws, sorry, oh my gosh, am I dying over here? I think monster-in-laws are completely devoid of self-reflection, introspection. Again, they cannot look in the mirror and realize their flaws or what they're doing wrong. And I think that that's one of the worst traits in a person is when they're not self-aware just completely lack awareness about their actions and what they say and what they do those are the worst types of people which is why these are the worst types of people um what's another thing there's just so many you know i feel like the monster-in-laws seem to forget or maybe they just don't comprehend that this behavior that they exhibit might harm the relationship, and I'm I'm pretty sure they do, and that's why they do it, because they want to eventually, like, mess it up or whatever, but I don't think they understand how it harms the relationship with their son, and I just think that that will, will and does cause mass complications in the future, like, eventually, especially in the marriage stage, not so much in the dating stage because it's not as permanent and you don't know where it's going to go and there's still a lot of ifs and buts and whatevers but when you're actually getting married to a guy and the mom doesn't like you um the and the mom's just like treating you horribly The son even if he didn't realize it at the beginning and it finally realizes after you're married or maybe it's just causing even more problems in your relationship or like when you have kids and you're trying to debate like what to do with your horrible mother-in-law that's the son we would hope would choose like the wife and the kids because once you have once you're married and you have kids those are kind of your first priorities they should be at least so when the mom would get involved like you like the son is eventually gonna have to stand up for something or make boundaries and it's just going to be a very rude awakening and i don't think a lot of them are prepared for that but i'm not in that stage of my life so i'll report back if that actually does happen to me i don't know i just think most monster-in-laws you're just as a woman as the girlfriend as the wife whatever you can just you're never able to meet their impossible expectations so it's almost like don't bother because they'll never be satisfied they'll never be happy with you they'll never be happy with the relationship she's already made up her mind so all of your efforts are totally going to be fruitless and pointless and that's because it's always going to be a competition it's always going to be a competition for her son's time his attention his priority and she's always going to think that there's a better choice for him because nothing can ever measure up to his brightness or anything else and i i mean i obviously think that that's just disgusting because it's like your son is not perfect this is especially relevant to like the baby or type of monster-in-laws because it's like your son has flaws he makes mistakes too like it's not just me like we're in this together and your son chose me and you and if you love your son you should be able to trust his decisions at least for for most so i don't know they just think their son is god just completely perfect and then you're the one that's always in the wrong left to take the heat from whatever and i just have to say like breaking news your son indeed fucks up and in fact he probably does it often for example like i remember um my ex was at his house with his mom, and they were supposed to go paddle boarding and do like a whole mom Sunday, whatever. Uh well, um, I <laughs> found out that he had cheated on me the night before. This this was pretty crazy, and I didn't find out from him. I found out from some girl I went to high school with, who I've maybe spoken to like one word in my life, and she was like, "Hey, I just thought you should know, like your boyfriend was all over this girl last night." And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god." So I text him obviously, and I'm like, "You need." we need to meet, like, right now, like, I have to see in person right now, and he was, like, well, yeah, like, I have no idea, like, totally try to play it off, I have no idea what you're talking about, like, what, like, trying to be confused, and I was, like, I know what your bitch ass did last night, in fact, a lot of people know what your bitch ass did last night, and we're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna talk about it in person, and his mom has never, I probably still to this day, never forgiven me for that, like, I took away her whole fun day with her son, and she blamed it on me and i and what's crazy is like obviously not obviously because I think people should do this. Her son did not admit that he had cheated on me to her. Like he did not explain the situation so she was just left thinking that I was some bitch calling him over like making like basically taking her away from him which wasn't even what I was trying to, doing, trying to do. I was trying to figure out what was going on trying to solve the situation probably thinking about breaking up with him Definitely thinking about breaking up with him, but I didn't because I'm just oh, so smart, whatever. So, <clears throat> yeah, she just held that over my head for the rest of our relationship. And I always wanted to shout, like, right back in her face, I was like, You don't understand, your son cheated on me that weekend. So, I have every right to be upset, I have every right to ask, to make demands if he cared about the relationship and so well, i don't know why you're yelling at me or like upset with me when your son is the whore in that scenario so that always amazed me always and yeah so you can just tell that this is just a rant sesh essentially <laughs> of my last um experience with a monster-in-law so i apologize but i'm i'm thinking y'all can find something to relate to this in this podcast my go-to for handling monster-in-law situations, like my usual route of how to go about that was to kill him with kindness, just like I do with every other bully or whoever whatever annoyance I normally deal with in day-to-day life. Kill him with kindness. That way they couldn't really say anything about me. They didn't have any neg- negative thing to say because I just wouldn't give them the ammo for that, but I have major authority problems, like very, very bad authority problems, so sometimes I would let that facade, that kindness facade slip. Um, I'm not proud of those moments. I mean, obviously they weren't that bad, but sometimes I would defend myself in a moment of anger or snap back with a comment about how wrong she 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 was or is or whatever um all because I you know I have authority issues (laughs) ask anyone um I don't know ultimately you may not be able to make them love you but you do have control as you do in all situations over how you respond so if you don't give her like the proof or the ammunition to hurl insults or whatever horrible thing she has coming your way then I mean she just will always continuously look like the bad person at least you would hope so because it's so blatantly obvious that you haven't done anything and I don't know this hasn't always worked out for me in the past but it's definitely what I normally recommend but I don't know it all boils down to that I think where their anger is coming from is that you have replaced the mom as the most important woman in her son's life And I kind of understand that to an extent because, you know, she did, after all, get birth to him, which we all know is not an easy task. And she did raise him for however many years and probably still is raising him. And she did teach him how to be the guy or had some involvement or influence in the guy that you are currently dating. But nonetheless, this still creates a very volatile situation because... Those moms simply cannot bear the thought of their child loving someone more than them. And I think that's weird because they don't need them as much anymore, the son, So obviously the moms are upset about that. They always want to be needed. They always want to be involved. And you'll just never, like I said, you'll never match up to her. And you don't know her son better than she does and the whole shebang. However, something interesting that I have noticed that I do want to mention because I don't know if I'm crazy for thinking this, it's just something that I've noticed. They, like monster-in-laws, prefer girls. So, let's say, like, your boyfriend has a brother. I've noticed that they prefer girls, like, who their sons, like, are not head over heels with. Like, they can tell that it may not last as long or whatever. So, the, so they're totally cordial and fine um, because those girls aren't quite viewed as a threat. Or competition now the major control issues and when the throne is actually being threatened is when the guy is actually like head over heels like in love probably gonna marry this chick type of love thing that's when it gets bad because that's when the mom starts realizing and starts scrambling to figure out what she can do to ruin your life to make your son hate you or whatever like she's gonna do everything she can But that's just something I've noticed. They prefer girls, and sometimes they even prefer, like, exes. And sometimes they'll even talk about it in front of you. Like, they'll be like, oh, um, yeah, Brian's ex, like, she was so sweet and so nice. And it's like, you like her because they, like, she's not here anymore. You like her because, you know, you can finally recognize the goodness in her now that she's gone and not involved in your son's life. So, I don't know. I find that interesting. (sighs) The worst thing, though, is that these types of women have two faces. Obviously, like, the nice, sweet, respectable mom one that she shows to her friends and family and normally everyone knows her for. But just essentially everyone but you is that. And then the devil reincarnated side that she reserves for the girlfriend. And if you vent to anyone about this, particularly like your boyfriend or or his family or whatever they probably won't believe you because that's not the person that they know and this makes it super super fucking difficult to initiate confrontation because no one's going to be backing you no one's going to be behind you on this they're going to think you're delusional and just thinking things you're probably crazy and so that's that's when it's the worst however i did not have to deal with this in my horrible like monster in law situation Because everyone could see who she really was. Like, everyone. It was that bad that she couldn't even hide it. So, that that wasn't difficult. That was not difficult at all. It's just so sad, though, because they seem so pleasant at first. And then when your honeymoon stage wears off, or you finally start getting comfortable, and you've been dating a long time, and she realizes that you're not actually going anywhere, and that this is kind of a stable thing, whatever... That is when things can take a turn for the worst. And that is where I say good fucking luck, Charlie. Because you're going to need it. Uh, I don't know. I have to say, though, that real men choose their wives above everything else. I'm not talking about girlfriends or whatever. I'm talking about wives. Once you get married, like, your wife is your number one priority as well as your children if you're interested in that. Okay, so the mom is no longer the primary woman in their son's life anymore and this is just the way of things it's absolutely inevitable and it doesn't mean that they don't love their mom any less or is leaving them and is never going to see them again it means none of those things it just means that they have different priorities and that's okay that is the circle of fucking life and i it shouldn't be an ultimatum okay it should just be an understanding that you guys are together and that you shouldn't have to set these crazy boundaries like the mom should just know not to cross those but obviously that's an unrealistic wish um and it's that's why it's so important to establish boundaries as like a husband and a wife together or even as a boyfriend and girlfriend with what you're both comfortable with what's acceptable what's okay and then you find ways to make it work if you really do love each other and if you're gonna make If you're going to be together forever and you just want to have livable conditions with your monster law okay especially when the holidays come around or there's kids involved okay you don't want that awkward christmas or any other awkward holiday because that would suck ass so again it's best to present a united front when it comes to these situations rather than you fighting and your boyfriend or husband or whatever not doing anything about it because that's crazy and I mean I obviously again I understand the issue because obviously the mom is important and has an extremely important and fundamental role but the role is not the same anymore because if it was the exact same then that's very intrusive and unnormal and honestly really scary like really scary again cut the umbilical cord for the love of god and if you don't have boundaries and if it is starting to severely impact your relationship then it will also start affecting your own mental emotional well-being and i can speak from that from experience because that shit is so stressful and it will rot your relationship from the inside out and you don't want that you don't want that that's not healthy and it's so sad because there's nothing to do with your love for the person but it has everything to do with the family and how it's affecting you and that's very that's a very difficult thing and again i understand the transition to an empty nester is really difficult but i don't understand not letting go of the leash or the umbilical cord okay so i always think it's so important to have a conversation to talk things out with a monster in law and maybe you'll be lucky and they'll stop with their bullshit maybe they'll invite you out with the sun maybe you'll start doing things alone together and start building a separate relationship and that might ease her craziness i don't know But I think it is important to first have a conversation with them. See where you can get with it if it's not uncomfortable. But if all else fails, I honestly think have your fucking boyfriend set the boundaries and conversate with their mothers because after all, it's his fucking mom anyways. It's not yours. And I just think the mom will definitely for sure undoubtedly listen to the son. Like the odds are so much more better because she doesn't want to lose him at the end of the day she wants to maintain a relationship and i mean again it's sad if like a threat and ultimatum is involved but if it gets to that point like it is good to show that hey like we're serious about this you need to get your shit together in order for us to have a good relationship so i just think it's his job really shouldn't be ours actually at all but you may never like your monster-in-law necessarily but you can try to get along and you can you can try to keep tension to a minimum i don't normally suggest it because if i'm ever in a relationship again i just think i have to like the in-laws because i just hate being uncomfortable and so i just wouldn't want any tension if possible but if you if you really care about them that much i understand so do whatever you can to ease it I don't know. You would think that these moms would want to cultivate, like, a good and healthy relationship so that they can be in their son's life, but I don't know. Overall, if you have a lovable mother-in-law, you basically have won the fucking lottery because those types of mother-in-laws... That I've mentioned will never stop trying to ruin your relationship or push you over the edge or try to break you guys up and if the guy's really worth all that bullshit then I mean I guess stand up for yourself and stay strong and hopefully the right guy will back you up on that either way like I said good luck Charlie and my last tidbit my last two cents I guess is just never take it personally because after all it's not you okay it's her and you you can always leave you know that's the easiest remedy because that shit really isn't worth it and it's just their projection and their jealousy so you can try not to let it get to you but honestly it's very difficult and maybe I'm just not as strong as other people but um hopefully I will find a guy who I like their parents. Actually, I really enjoyed my last boyfriend's parents and they really liked me, but he came from a big family and it was boys and girls and so the mom just probably she's also just a really great person, but she honestly probably didn't have the energy to hate me. Like there's so many kids, so she was probably like that's the last thing I'm worried about. Um just make sure he's safe and healthy and you know um I, I i appreciated that it was definitely a nice good old turnaround from what i was used to so i really hope my exes don't listen to this because that would be unfortunate but anyways um that's it's like reading my diary out loud so you're welcome but i i want to hear your guys's monster-in-law stories or maybe even father-in-law like stories because i never really hear bad ones about fathers-in-law but I really want to know. I, w- I want to get the tea. I want to know everything. So feel free. Send a message. Send an email. Send me an IM. I don't know. Send a carrier pigeon. Whatever floats your boat. Either ways though. I promise, promise, promise. Expect a guest, a guest next week. Big reveal for that will be on the Instagram. Um, and yeah. I don't know. That was a lot of ranting. I usually do a lot of ranting. I want to rant with another person, so if you want a guest star, you know where you know where you know where I am. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Bang my line up. I don't care. Anyways, I adore you, airheads, and I will talk to you next Thursday with another individual. So stay tuned, stay excited, stay hopeful. I love you guys, and till next time, it's ginger spice and everything nice. See ya.